What's up, you guys, and welcome back to Unfiltered with me, Lindsay Hughes. So I wanted to jump on before we actually get into the episode that I've actually already recorded, and I just wanted to share a couple things with you guys um, because I actually recorded this episode that you're about to hear almost three weeks ago, and I recorded this episode like a few days before that kind of initial weekend where the protest began and everything like that. Um, also, if you guys happen to have missed my episode from last week, the main focus of the episode was allowing black voices to explain and share their stories and their experiences. Literally every click and every listen for that episode is actually donating money to an incredible organization, which I talked about in the beginning of that episode. So I'm donating all the ad revenue from that particular episode. So if you guys happen to not have gone and listened, I can't recommend it enough. So just wanted to say that first of all, But I did have this episode recorded and I do still feel like it's a good episode. It is just a very like casual episode, you guys. It's a QA and a type episode. Basically, I just wanted to let you know that this was not recorded like a couple days ago. It was not recorded last week. Like almost all my episodes are typically recorded a couple days before they go up. But this one was three weeks ago, but I did still like the episode. I thought it was still a fun episode. But the last thought I just want to leave it off of is like, yes, just because every single episode I make moving forward and every video and vlog I make, I'm not going to be necessarily talking about this movement every single time. It does not mean that I am not in my personal life working on myself and educating myself and sharing resources and signing petitions. And um, I feel like that kind of goes unspoken for, but I, I did really just want to like clarify that you guys that like, oh, just because I'm making like a juicy Q&A podcast episode, I just want you guys to know that like it doesn't mean that, oh, I'm just like back to normal content, back to life as it was before. I just really, I hope that you guys can understand where I'm coming from and I really hope that you can trust me. And, um, anyway, that's kind of what I wanted to say in this intro. So thank you guys so much for listening and let's go ahead and get into the episode I recorded a few weeks ago. Here we go. What's up you guys. Welcome back to another episode of unfiltered. I am so pumped to have you back. Thank you so much for coming back, listening, hanging out with me today. It is a beautiful Wednesday, early evening, I'm setting the scene for you right now. Gorgeous sunny day. (laughs) And I'm feeling good. I'm feeling alive, you guys. And today I wanted to do just like a casual episode. So I figured, you know, I was a little bit last minute this week thinking about what I wanted to do. But I did think I would just give you guys like a little life update, chat with me. It might be a bit of a a shorter episode and then answer you guys' questions. Our episodes have been like worlds different. You know, we've had really serious episodes. We've had episodes where we're literally just talking about sex and crazy confessions. We've had guest episodes, solo episodes. So, you know, I've been trying out a lot of different things and I guess I hope that you guys have been enjoying. So let's quickly shout out our iconic reviewer of the week. Her name is Katie and she says, so happy to find this podcast. I've been watching your YouTube for so long and recently started listening to the podcast. I loved the newest episode, especially about not realizing an unhealthy relationship and not knowing how to let go of it. I also went through a rough breakup around the same time period and it's so comforting to hear someone talk about the exact same things I've felt. 
love the podcast. This makes me so happy and that is my goal. So this review makes me really happy. So thank you so much, Katie. You are our reviewer of the week and there'll be another one next week. So if you guys want a chance to be shouted out in next week's episode, all you have to do is leave a review on the Apple Podcasts app for unfiltered and I read them every week and I pick our reviewer of the week. So, and thank you to any of my reviewers, any of you guys that ever, ever take the time to do that for me. It means the world because that is really the best way to get, you know, feedback and have the podcast kind of shared out a little bit other than you guys just hitting like follow or subscribe anywhere that you listen. That also definitely helps me out. So what's been up with me, you guys? It's interesting to see things kind of opening up again. Um, I haven't been out, you know, really much. I've kind of gotten used to my home routine. And if I need to get out of the house, usually I'll just go take a walk with Squirtle on the green belt, or I go on a little drive and listen to some music. And those are some ways that I've been enjoying getting out of the house. Um, I have been like slowly starting to, um, meet up with like one friend at the park and do like a little, a little picnic where we just sit by ourselves and eat or drink wine and catch up. So I did that, I think with two friends this week. And that was really, really nice. Cause one of them I hadn't seen since before, um, before quarantine. So now I'm like, are we still even in quarantine? I feel like I'm still in quarantine, but it's kind of that gray period where it's like, you know, you definitely can go out to certain places just taking precautions, obviously. I'm kind of hesitant to talk on it a little bit more than that because I know that every state and even every city is so, so, so different. And, you know, it's not like I live in LA or New York or somewhere where it's, you know, some of the worst. So I'm, I can only speak on, you know, from where I live in a small city. Um, and I, you know, be grateful for what we, what we have here and that it's been pretty relaxed here, uh, pretty much the entire time. Okay. I don't really know why I went on a, on a rant about that. <laughs> I was like doing my weekly catch up, but then I just started talking about it. And I briefly shouted this out last week, but I quickly wanted to say that I do have a new tier on my Patreon, which is my close friends stories tier. So if you are interested in being on my close friends on Instagram, um, I have my Patreon link in the the show notes of all the episodes and it's just patreon.com slash Lindsay Hughes. Uh, if you know how to spell my name and, um, you can check that out and join if that is something that's of interest to you. I've had so much fun talking to you guys on there in the past, you know, few days since I launched it. And I'm so excited to have like a really small exclusive little community to chat with on Instagram and share exclusive pictures and videos and smoking content and things like that. So I'm really feeling good about that. And with that being said, I guess we should just go ahead and get into our bops and flops of the week. Yeah. Okay. So my flop of the week is that I've kind of unintentionally, but also intentionally been avoiding some direct communication and putting off a couple of conversations. Um, and it's not even that I'm like really meaning to, like I've been thinking in my head that I need to do it. I just don't want to do it obviously. And so that's just taking up space in my brain that it doesn't really need to, if I just did it, but I don't know you guys, I'm just worried about hurting feelings and things like that. 
And I haven't had to think about stuff like this in a while <laughs> with other people's feelings involved with my feelings, but uh, I'm thinking about it right now. I don't know. So I don't know if that that's not necessarily that mega of a flop for the week, but putting off anything that you know you have to do, I mean, I feel like it's normal, but it's not always the greatest solution. <laughs> uh, so maybe by next week, I'll have another update on that. I don't really know. <laughs> and then let's get into my bops because that was really the only flop I could think of. Honestly, you guys, it's been a pretty good week. My bops are that first one is I'm making a lot of time for work and really committing to my content. And I have been seeing positive feedback from that, which is great. I feel like I have this new relationship with my vlogging on YouTube and it's so interesting because since um, I think it's been about two months exclusively that I've only been uploading vlogs to my YouTube channel and I haven't uploaded any other content, any other videos besides vlogs. And I've never done that before. I've never been only, you know, only exclusive vlogging. And it's really making me um, feel really fulfilled and feel really good. The videos perform better than my, typically my other videos. I mean, unless it's like a really trending thing going on on YouTube. So, I mean, you guys can always send me your feedback in my video comments and my DMs on Instagram, how you feel about that. I'm not saying that I'm only going to ever upload vlogs, but it does feel right for right now. And it seems that you guys are enjoying that content more than any other content. And I swear my, my likes versus dislikes ratios on my videos have never been so high, or maybe they have, but I haven't noticed it being so high in quite some time. Like and that makes me feel so great because, you know, it's not always like that. So I really appreciate going on and seeing like 99.5% of people liked a video as opposed to disliked it. And that just makes me feel really great inside. And it makes me feel really motivated to stay consistent and keep putting out vlog content. So yeah, like who knew 2020, apparently I became a vlogger. <laughs> I guess I already was a vlogger, but you know what I mean? Like um, a more consistent vlogger and it, like I said, it just feels really good. It feels really right for right now and loving that feedback from you guys. Nothing makes me happier than hearing that, you know, my content has made you guys, made you guys day a little bit better or something like that. So whatever it is, a podcast, YouTube, Patreon, Instagram, whatever it is. Um, okay. That was kind of long winded. <laughs> my next bop is that I'm feeling more confident lately. I am on day eight of my two week shred, Chloe Ting. But literally guys, my double chin is like almost gone. And my sister said the same thing. Like, I'm just gonna put this out there. I think Megan has maybe said this before, but we feel like a little bit of an extra double chin, a little bit of chin fat. It runs in our family. Like we all pretty much have it. <laughs> and you know, it's not necessarily, you know, a bad thing to point out. It's just kind of pointing out the truth. <laughs> and um, sometimes it's very noticeable in videos. And I think it's all this cardio I've been doing because she is going away, you guys. Love seeing like my face get a little bit uh, thinner because, or mostly honestly, my chin <laughs> is what I'm talking about. So that's always great to see. And I feel like I'm slowly seeing a little bit of ab def definition, um, but I'm going to definitely have to wait until the end of my two weeks to really see how I feel about that. And we'll see if I end up, you know, continuing and going on and really going full force with my fitness because it's been feeling 
pretty good lately. It's very hard, but I do like being consistent. It makes me feel really good about myself. Those are my bops and flops of this past week. Nothing too long, nothing too crazy. And I wanted to ask you guys before we get into the questions part of this episode is I would like to hear you guys' input on, you know, what you think of the solo episodes versus guest episodes and, you know, our serious topics versus more casual episode topics. Um, how do you like these Q&A episodes, more just casual Q&A life update type episodes? Do you like that? What do you want more of? What do you want less of? So, It is really important for me to put out what I think you guys want to hear, obviously. So the only way really for me to know and to do that is to hear from you guys what type of episodes you like hearing the most. So, um, you know, I can obviously do what what I think is best and what I think is a good mix. But it's always so great to hear from you guys. So if you guys don't mind, I would love if you would send me a little message on the podcast Instagram, which is unfiltered with Lindsay Hughes, or you can leave your feedback in a review on the Apple podcast app. That's definitely a great place to leave me feedback on the podcast as well. Um, And just let me know if you like solo episodes versus guest episodes and what you want me to talk about more of. If you like, if the episodes are more casual like this one or more serious like the one last week. So, or if you like, you know, the mix of it all. I mean, that is all obviously great feedback as well. It would mean a lot to me if I could hear from some of you guys, if you have the time, just because I want to make, you know, the future of this podcast as best as I can for you guys that are consistent listeners. And I hope that, you know, I can make what you want to hear. Okay. So that's why I'm asking because I want to make it better for you. And I, I'm not a mind reader, you know? So I was kind of thinking that the guest episodes were more fun than the solo ones that just I do. And then I did a poll on the podcast Instagram and it, I found out that like 70 something percent of you guys prefer the solo episodes. So that made me be like, oh my gosh, you know, I was like thinking of it wrong. I was thinking, oh, I need to always have a guest like at least once a month but maybe that's not the case, you know? If you guys prefer more solo episodes, then that is definitely what we can focus on. Um, Although I will have, you know, a few guests for sure in the future of the podcast, just because I think it's fun to be able to chat with other people and have intellectual conversations. And there are just, you know, some people that I really do want to have on my podcast in the future, but, uh, it's primarily a solo podcast. So keep that in mind. (laughs) Okay. now it's time to just get into some questions. So I think I'm just going to read them off, answer them, no particular order, no particular topic. Maybe I should have given a topic for this, but I kind of just wanted to keep it open for anything, you know, advice questions that you guys might need or just questions about my life, random questions. So I hope that this is interesting to you guys. If it's not, I'm going to feel really bad. Okay. But let's go ahead and get into it. First one is current obsessions. My current obsessions are Celsius drinks, my air fryer that I've used only once, but it's already changed my life. (laughs) Um, Tie-dye two-piece sets, (laughs) ordering things online at night while I'm watching TV (laughs) on my couch. Um, My new balcony setup, which is still a work in progress, but it's really cute so far. And other than that, 
just honestly my day-to-day routine. I'm really like in a routine phase of life right now, but it feels really good just being like on top of things and feeling good about life. So those are my current obsessions that I can think of right now. Next question is, are you hoping to have a relationship with your ex later? Um, The answer is pretty much no. I don't think that we could have a type of relationship uh, other than just maybe checking in every so often with each other in the future. At least that's how I feel now. Maybe that'll change in the future. Um, Definitely never going to get back together. And I personally just don't think that we could have a friendship because we never were friends before we dated. So it just, for me and how things have been going since we broke up, I don't see a friendship being an option um, for me personally. Um, And that is honestly just how I feel. I feel like it's different for every every ex and every breakup. But yeah, uh, that is, that's pretty much how I feel. Do your parents listen slash watch your podcast, Patreon, YouTube? (laughs) BTW, I love you. Um, I don't think they listen to the podcast. I haven't heard either of them say anything about the podcast. And then as for Patreon, no, because you have to pay for that. And unless they're under some weird name, I, I don't think either of them has a Patreon, but that's for the best. Um, to be honest, because the content that I post on there is more, you know, um, I don't really want my parents to watch most of it. And then um, as for YouTube, I don't really know. I'd have to ask my mom. (laughs) I think my dad checks in on like what I'm posting. And then I think my mom kind of does the same. And sometimes she'll watch, you know, vlogs and stuff like that. But I don't think either of them goes and watches like every video. But I keep up with them so much that, you know, they know what I'm doing in my life. So um It's not that they never go and watch my stuff. I think that they do and they go and check in. They definitely watch all my Instagram stories. So (laughs) love that. What's an adulting thing that weirdly excites you? Mine is buying new dishes or blankets, LOL. (laughs) I also enjoy buying anything for my kitchen. I get so excited about that or really any like home decor purchases. But let's see, like an adulting thing that really excites me. I really like hosting and I don't really host that much since I moved to Boise, but anytime I even have like one person over, I really enjoy. I mean, I I get stressed about like cleaning up my house before people or someone comes over, um, which literally there hasn't been any more than one person at my house in months, (laughs) but just kind of in general, um, I do really like hosting things and also, yeah, and I mean, cooking, even if it's just for myself um, and just kind of like having those days where you kind of feel like you have everything together, which is super rare for me. But if like my place is super clean and the kitchen's clean and I've like cooked and done laundry, I mean, that stuff can really bring me a lot of adulting excitement, being independent. And when I just take care of all my shit, like when all my bills are paid and, you know, rent is paid and I'm just like, Hey, you know, I'm really doing the damn thing. And that is, that's a good feeling. Thank you so much to our long time sponsor on this podcast of Anchor. So Anchor is actually how I make this podcast. I wouldn't even have this podcast if it wasn't for the free tool that is the platform Anchor. So as I said, it is completely free. Anybody can make a podcast from your house, from your phone, from your computer, 
Anchor distributes your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere else. And you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's basically everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And it actually is, you guys, I stan Anchor so hard. You can download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started with recording your own podcast. Next question is, do you think you'll ever move back home to Georgia or where would you like to move next? And I did get some questions about moving. So I'm going to give you guys an exclusive scoop right now because I haven't said this anywhere else. And I will not be announcing this until I'm 100% positive. Uh, So this is still up in the air, but right now I'm leaning towards moving to Atlanta and getting a house, not buying a house. I'm still going to be renting, um, renting a house for like at least a year, maybe two. We'll definitely see how it goes. And this is my thing. I'm saying this right now on the podcast, but I will not be announcing it until I'm 100% positive because That is my plan right now, but my timing could change. To be honest, I might not move in August. I might not move until like September or October. And I mean, there's still a slight chance that I might move somewhere besides Atlanta, but I'm almost positive that that is where I'm going to move. It's really important to me right now to be closer to my friends and family. And that is where like 90% of them pretty much are. So I feel like I would be really, really happy doing that for a few years and seeing how it goes for me. Um, And it's probably not going to be a permanent move. I don't see myself settling down in Georgia, but if, you know, maybe, maybe that would end up happening. But I do see myself coming back to the Pacific Northwest. Um, And that's probably where I would, if I was going to buy property I probably would do it in the Pacific Northwest and that would probably be years down the line not anytime super super soon um I'm just saying this right now it could change but that is some moving updates for you guys definitely not going to be talking about that on YouTube until I am more sure of my decision but um, I'm going to have to come up with it pretty soon because my lease is up in August. But I actually might stay for like another month or two if I am not in really like a rush or I haven't found, you know, the house I want yet. So there's a lot of things that are going to go into it. Um, and obviously moving across the country again is a big deal. But yeah, uh, and just to clarify, I would not be moving home to my parents, I would be moving into my own place in Atlanta. So it would be total new experience for me, which I think will be so exciting. What's your all-time favorite festival? I think most of you guys know this, but if you don't, my all-time favorite festival is Electric Forest in Michigan, and it's not happening this year. I don't think any music festivals are happening this year, but... Uh, 2021, I already got my tickets. (laughs) So, well, my tickets transferred from this year to next year. So already looking forward to that. Um, Would you ever get a doggy friend for Squirtle? Longtime viewer, love your work. (laughs) Ha ha. Love your work, queen. And yes, um, this year, I think I'm going to get another dog. And it could be this summer. I've really been thinking about it a lot lately. I'm trying to decide like if it makes sense to do it before I move or after I move. So I'm definitely not in a rush, but he really needs a friend, you guys. Like I can just tell that he wants some more entertainment and fun in his life and I feel like his life's getting a little bit repetitive 
and I feel like he needs somebody besides me in his life. So, um, you know, probably by the end of the year, most likely if I find the right dog and I will be adopting. Um, so I'm not going to be too specific about what I'm looking for because I will be adopting. It'll have to be the right dog that fits, you know, Squirtle's personality because he's very jealous and he's likes to be the center of my attention. But I do think that hopefully he would be happy having a little friend to hang out with when I have to leave the house and things like that. How to deal with being a clingy ass girlfriend, <laughs> crying emoji. <laughs> well, I think that um, in any relationship, one person, typically one partner is gonna be more, um, I wouldn't even use the word clingy. I'd say more uh, needs more of that like reassurance and emotional support. And not that both people don't need that in the relationship, but I think typically one person might express that a little bit more than the other one. Um, so, you know, I think that just realize that your partner wouldn't be dating you unless they were sure about you. So, you don't, you know, I mean, I know it's hard <laughs> if you're just like a clingy person. Um, I would say, you know, just try to be confident in your relationship and know that your partner chose you and is hopefully, you know, continuing to choose you every day. And hopefully, you know, you guys have trust there. Um, I'm not sure if it's like a trust issue. I think it's okay to, you know, be clingy in some ways as long as your partner is not like really, really negatively affected by that. So I guess I don't know more details of the relationship, but I would try to just be like, you know what, my partner wouldn't be with me unless they loved me and they chose me. So try to find some reassurance in that and also just accepting that like there is going to probably be that one partner that's a little bit more needy in a relationship. Advice on dating in quarantine. Okay, so I've been dating in quarantine, you know, as much as I can. <laughs> and I've been having fun for the most part. I've just been using Hinge. So definitely, you know, since probably most of us aren't really like going to be going out right now, I know that, you know, some places are opening up again, like I said, for like distancing and seating people distance. So that just all depends on what area you live in and if you feel comfortable with doing that. But I think something that's really fun, if you are in the stage where you do feel comfortable, like going to meet up with somebody, um, you know, maybe you've met someone on a dating app and you're kind of in that phase of like, well, it's quarantine, you know, do we meet up? Do we not meet up? And I think that's just a judgment call on your part. Um, like I said, it depends on where you live and what types of things are okay to do. And, um, I do think that if you feel like, oh, you know, this person is, has been quarantining and I've been quarantining, maybe we can go meet up at the park and we can go sit by ourselves and we can drink some wine or have a beer and we can just talk at the park. I know that honestly, I've done that for most of my dates in quarantine so far. And I haven't really talked about that stuff. I've just been hesitant to talk about it. Um, but I have not felt like unsafe doing that here in Boise. Like I said, it's been very relaxed. Um, it's very normal to, at this point, especially to like start going to the park again. And a lot of things are open again, but I do feel like that is fine. There are things you can do like that, but obviously if you don't feel comfortable doing that, then you can, you know, talk to someone on the apps. I would recommend you can get each other's phone numbers and start having a texting relationship. And you, you know, you guys can maybe set like a date for when you hope to meet up 
Or, I mean, I know that people are saying, like, you can go on FaceTime dates and stuff. If that is something that you genuinely, like, would do for a first date, I say fucking go for it if the other person's down. But to be honest, I don't think I would want that to be my first interaction with someone. Just because I want to see what someone looks like in real life. I want to, like, see how tall someone is. I want to, like, you know, look at them in person, not, like, through a screen. And I also feel like I can be myself so much more and just have more things to talk about if it's in person. Um, But I do know that a lot of the dating apps are like encouraging, you know, at home dating and FaceTime. So I'm not saying, you know, go out and go to a bar and have a dinner with someone unless that's something that you feel like you can safely do right now. Then then I think that's your call. But you definitely can still build relationships with people. And I've gotten to know several people during quarantine. I've been doing, like I said, some casual dating and even just like texting people and swiping on Hinge. And I've had a great time. So um, I think that's maybe where you should start. And just keep it casual, you know? You never know. I've heard a lot of quarantine love stories, you guys. Like, people are falling in love during the quarantine, okay? Like, I've really heard a lot of it. So don't lose hope. Okay, next question is, do you know about Enneagrams? I always feel like I'm saying that word wrong. The Enneagram? Enneagram? (laughs) If so, what's your type? I'm a nine. Um, Okay, so I just pulled it up on my computer because I guess I had it bookmarked from when I took this test. And I am a type seven, the enthusiast. So I'll just read like a couple sentences about it. Pleasure seekers and planners in search of distraction. People of this personality type are essentially concerned that their lives be an exciting adventure. Sevens are future-oriented, restless people who are generally convinced that something better is just around the corner. They are quick thinkers who have a great deal of energy and who make lots of plans. They tend to be extroverted, multi-talented, creative, and open-minded. They are enthusiasts who enjoy the pleasures of the senses and who don't believe in any form of self-denial. There's obviously more to it than that, but that's my first little paragraph. So I'm a type seven and I feel like most of that's pretty, pretty accurate to me. Um, so yeah, that's the, that's my Enneagram probably still saying it wrong. I don't know. (laughs) Have you had any corn flings? (laughs) I'm just going to say, yes, I've had, um, a couple corn flings (laughs) and like I was talking about, like I've been doing some casual safe dating and um yeah nothing nothing too serious but I would call it a corn fling (laughs) do you ever miss your red hair um I'm really happy with my color right now I'm not I wouldn't say that I would never change it again and go back dark I'm definitely a person that likes to switch it up but I do really like being a light blonde and how it looks especially for summer Um, do I ever miss it? You know, I miss it a teensy bit sometimes if I look back on like a good older photo or something, but I don't really miss it enough where I think it like looks more flattering enough to go back to it. Um, but once again, like I change my mind all the time about stuff like that. Although I have really been a blonde for a while now, this is probably the longest I've gone without dyeing my hair, like a different color or going darker. I think it's been like three years since, since I've been light which is kind of shocking for me. What were you like in high school? Were you in any kind of stereotypical group? Um, 
I don't feel like I was popular in high school, but I also don't feel like I was not popular. I don't really know what to say. Like, because you think of that question and you're like, I don't really know what to say about myself. Like, I think I was kind of, people by the end of high school knew me as like the YouTube girl. I was definitely a lot more shy in like ninth, 10th grade. And then I became, you know, known as like the YouTube girl. Um, So people knew about that. I don't know if that like affected it at all. Was I in any kind of stereotypical group? I had like a similar friend group for the most part throughout high school. I mean, there's definitely people that like popped in and popped out. I had a similar like girl friend group, I think. Yeah, for the most part. And I'm still close with a lot of those girls. Um, probably like a group of, you know, like four or five of us. And I don't know, I, I wouldn't say we were like, oh, the, the popular girls. Like it definitely wasn't like that for me. But I wouldn't say that, you know, I don't know how to, I don't know how to explain it. I don't like really thinking about like popularity like that. I do think I was just like pretty much an average girl. And then, um, you know, once people started finding out about YouTube, I was kind of like known as that YouTuber girl. So I don't know if that's like a weird thing or like a cool thing. I think it depends on who you would talk to. But I was like kind of shy, honestly. And I feel like unless you really knew me in high school, I was kind of shy and a little bit more quiet. Okay, I already answered this one, but it was spill the tea on your quarantine hinge dates and tips slash ideas. So yeah, I did kind of spill the tea. So yeah, my biggest tip is like, I think that if you do feel safe meeting someone, go and have like a cute little park date where you guys just like sit by yourselves and you just get to know the person like that. I think that's a great thing to do now that it's getting nice outside And that is like my top tip that I would say. And if you don't feel comfortable with doing that, um, that's totally fine too. Like I said, you know, I'd probably just, you know, have fun texting and try to get to know the person really well through either text or maybe you guys can talk on the phone or FaceTime if you're comfortable with that. And then I would say like to try and set up something for when, you know, you do feel comfortable meeting this person, um, but you don't have to like put pressure on that. Lots of questions about exes. Thoughts on deleting pics of your ex on social media when you're with someone new for a few months. I think it goes person by person. So I originally like was going to keep our photos up and I think I did for a while. And then um, once he deleted our pictures, I was like, okay, well then there's definitely no reason for me to have our pictures up. Um, I think it really just depends on like you guys' relationship. And also I think it depends on, you know, the reason also I really thought it was time to, I didn't even delete them. I like archived them. So you can do that. You don't have to like delete. You can archive the photos on Instagram. And so you can, you can still go in and see them, but they're not on your public profile. So that's great. Um, and I think it's important to do that if you are like dating again and people would be looking up your Instagram because then you don't want it to look like you're dating someone if you're single. So that was like a thing for me too. I was like, well, I don't want it to look like I'm, you know, still in a relationship because I still have these old photos up. I want, you know, people to like know that I'm (laughs) single and not like, you know, I don't know. Like, I don't want it to look like I'm in a relationship if I'm not. So that was like a thing for me too, but you said that you're with someone new and you guys have been together for a few months. So I think, you know, what does, if it's important to you, if, if that person is affected by it, I really kind of think it's like, I can't necessarily tell you what to do in this situation. I would probably archive the photos. Like I was saying, you don't have that. You don't have to get rid of them for months. I think that that would probably be nice to do just because you are with somebody new. Um, but you know, if you really like the photos being there and 
then and your and your current partner doesn't have like a problem with that and they haven't said anything then i feel like it's fine to keep them up too okay uh next question feeling nostalgic slash sad in my hometown during summer tips for adult summer life in quarantine and i actually got like a question that was similar which was what were things you and your 21 year old friend group would do other than go out right now okay so um yeah, I would say, you know, there are still things you can do. So first of all, if you don't want to go out at all, schedule a little FaceTime happy hour, schedule a Zoom happy hour. Maybe you guys can even like play games. You can make drinks together. Like I know on Cinco de Mayo, me and a bunch of my friends just did a Zoom and we like had made cocktails and we caught up and that was super fun. And I literally felt like I like went to do something on Cinco de Mayo, even though I was on my couch. <laughs> so if you're really, you know, inside, that is something that you can do. Um, and then other than that, I do think that, you know, not, you know, going out, out, but you could maybe have a couple of friends over. It depends obviously on what you are comfortable with. Um, I mean, like once again, this is kind of like a judgment call. So I, what I think might be different than what you guys think. So I don't want to, you know, tell anyone to do anything that maybe they're not comfortable with. And I think once again, it's just a judgment call. But if you do feel comfortable, obviously having one, two, three, a few, a few friends over, you guys have been safe. You guys feel like, you know, you're, it's comfortable to hang out and you're not like going out, out. I think that that's fine to have some friends over for a wine night or you could cook dinner for everybody or something like that or you guys um another one like I was saying before go meet up at the park I, I'm a big component for like going out into nature you guys can take a hike and or do a little nature walk and then maybe have like a little picnic at the park before or after you guys could go for a walk with your dogs if you guys have dogs i think that these are all fun things what are your favorite places to shop for more sustainable clothing okay so packed apparel is a great one for basics they have a lot of like organic cotton basics and things like that and undies and bras and so i shop there a lot for things like that and then another one for leggings and sports bras and active wear is Girlfriend Collective, which I've talked about before, but they're great. And then also I recently found a brand called Boyish Denim um, or Boyish Jeans. Actually, I think it's just called Boyish. <laughs> and they have not only denim, but they have like dresses and jean jackets and shorts. And they actually just started with like little sweaters and um, tote bags. So they have a good amount of stuff. And um, they have been doing some like two for one sales, like buy two, get one free, which is iconic. So I've already placed two orders from there in the last like month and a half. And that's probably my favorite new sustainable brand that I found, which is great. And then um, another one that I just bought from is called Mariposa Vintage. And that's like an Instagram shop um and then how does she sell her stuff she has a website but you know you can like look up the instagram and see the availability for things uh so those are my recent ones i definitely probably have more that i am forgetting <laughs> but yes love shopping sustainably lately i've really really been trying to get like most of my clothes and even shoes um more sustainably <laughs> 
What are you most excited to do post-quarantine besides concerts, lol? (laughs) I was seriously going to say, like, go to a concert and just dance, but I'm going to have to say, I think I'm most excited to go out and dance to music with my friends. (laughs) Okay, that's got to be it. (laughs) What is the most expensive item of clothing you own? I was really thinking about this because I thought, saw this question earlier and I genuinely don't think I own a piece of clothing that's more than like 150 or $200. I would have to go up to my closet, but I definitely don't have like any designer, actual designer pieces as far as clothing goes. I don't think at all. Like I don't have any Gucci, any Chanel any labels like that in my clothing wardrobe so probably the most expensive thing would be like maybe something from revolve like maybe a nice dress that's two hundred dollars 150 dollars but genuinely like i don't think i have a piece of clothing more more than two hundred dollars um I used to have handbags that were more expensive, but I don't have them anymore because I don't really use purses anymore. So I don't really have any nice handbags anymore. So who knew? <laughs> who knew she would become a, a labelless woman? Just kidding. I do still wear labels, but they're you know not like very expensive labels. Yeah, I really don't think I have anything that's more than like $200, I would say. Biggest advice on living alone. I think I'm going to move into a one bedroom when my lease is up in July. Uh, My biggest advice on living alone is to make sure that you are staying social, whether it's going out to meet a friend for dinner or even just, you know, FaceTiming with someone, make sure you are still like going out and getting out there because you're, you are going to be living alone. I think that that keeps me honestly sane. And so, you know, sometimes I won't leave my house for like two or three days, honestly, if I don't need to, like I really, and I don't think about it too much. I'm very used to living alone, but I think that can affect a lot of people. So make sure you're still like getting out there and talking to people, whether, even if it's just on FaceTime, go meet up with a friend for coffee. I think that stuff is so helpful. And so that's probably my biggest advice other than, you know, obviously to like budget your money really well for a living alone, which I think we have talked about in my moving episode. So if you want to hear that, I have a whole episode about moving out, budgeting, roommate drama, um, all that kind of stuff. So that I think was maybe four episodes ago or so, if you want to check that one out. Okay. The last question I'll answer, because I think I've been going on for a while, is my friend started ignoring me when I got a boyfriend. Am I right to feel angry? Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I definitely think you're right to feel angry if your friend started ignoring you. Um, I think maybe what it is, is it could be jealousy. It could be like, oh, I'm jealous that like you spend a lot of, you used to spend a lot of time with me and now you have a partner that you're spending a lot of time with. So it could be that it also could be like, maybe, you know, when you first get into a relationship and you kind of are like talking about your partner a lot, which I have no idea if you're actually have done this or are doing this, but that could be it. Like your friend just being like, oh my God, like all they talk about is their boyfriend. I know that that's something definitely that like can happen. Um, and even from just my personal experience, I've definitely, I feel like, you know, sometimes you don't even notice when you're doing this, but sometimes just like unknowingly, like separating yourself a little bit from going out with those friends as much as you used to, because obviously like you have a new person in your life and you're spending a lot of time with them. So just make sure that like, I mean, I guess you said that your friend's not really talking to you anymore. You definitely have a right to feel angry. And I would say, 
try to meet up with your friend or talk to them on the phone and just have like a really honest conversation. If you do want to mend the friendship, I mean, think about how worth it it is for you to mend the friendship. Like, is this a good friend? Is this someone, you know, because I guess you said they started ignoring you when you got a boyfriend. So that's definitely something you want to think about. Like, do you want to continue this relationship with your friend or do you feel like maybe this is a sign that you shouldn't? So I would just think about that. And if you do want to mend the friendship, I would try to just have like, definitely make sure your boyfriend or your partner isn't there. Definitely have a conversation with just your friend and be like, listen, I really want to get everything out on the table. I feel like you started ignoring me when I started dating this person. And I want to talk about it. I want to figure out what we can do to make the situation good for you and for me and take it from there. I think that that is the most you can do. And you definitely have a right to feel angry, like you said. Well, you guys, that is the end of the questions I'm going to answer today. Um, Let me know if you stuck around. (laughs) I hope that maybe this was interesting. Like I said, give me your feedback on these episodes as well as other topics. We will definitely have another topic next week to chat about. I do hope that you guys enjoyed this. I definitely had fun just sitting down and chatting with you guys really casually. I feel like we just had like an hour-long FaceTime. I mean, I can't see you guys, but I'm pretending we're all FaceTiming right now. (laughs) So thank you guys so much for listening. You will hear from me again next week. And until then, you guys have an awesome week. Bye, you guys.